0: Live. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. A vlogcast Vlogcast comes from a skeptical point of view to answer the questions of why, as in why I'm looking down. Don't worry about it. I'll explain in a minute. This Vlogcast started as a combination of spite and the Streisand effect because people on Facebook really don't understand the shit sandwich analogy. Don't worry. I'll explain <clears throat> it later. Not today. Not today. But trust me, it almost feels like it's my Skittles moment. Yeah, I'm kind of engrandizing myself just a little bit part follow-through with the old adage that sometimes a journey is more important than the destination i'm your main host i'm known as triple all over the place you can find me pretty much anywhere under that s-h-u-j-i-n let me go ahead and uh, introduce you to a uh, much more full lineup than we had last week because we were having a little bit of fun talking about that don't worry well we'll explain back from travels top left hand corner of the bingo card of north america good evening Dallin. good evening good to be back good to, you, <laughs> good to see you man and uh a new set of shiny white headphones huh uh no an older older set
1: the uh earbuds are currently mia so i had Ooh. to uh i had to
0: improvise really fast <laughs> it's okay they still look good don't, they work well, that's the important part it's, that's the most important part yes i was gonna say don't scuff them up but it's it's shoes that you sneakers <laughs> a, there's a there's a thing about sneakers this past yeah, week. Yeah, if, if
1: I'm scuffing up something, if I'm scuffing up the headphones, I'm doing something
0: tragically wrong, or really good, depending as to how good the Captain Morgan is this morning. Uh, speaking of morning, good morning, heretic woman from just In- outside, of, just outside of you know the greater Toronto area.
2: Good morning, and if, if Dallin wants, I can go get my light-up caddier headphones and <laughs> or
1: those instead. You still have those? Of Are they- I do. Or, or should I say they still work
2: oh yes and yeah. and 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 Sam really loves her set
1: yeah those um those LED lights I got yep yeah they didn't last a month
2: ah oh, yeah like sucks.
1: I'm I'm going to Canadian tire and getting some real ones at some point
2: that blows yeah sorry we 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 went shopping at a, a chain called showcase when I was over in yeah. Calgary it's like as seen on TV products and I got one something, he got something and his was crap apparently.
0: <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. And back from a rather extended hiatus where um you guys discovered a, a brand new form of life sort of speaking. Welcome back and good evening, Bridget.
3: Good evening.
0: Yeah, so you guys had a you had a you guys had a brand new form of almost life out there, huh?
3: Well, we did everybody at my work and apparently a lot of people just in this local area, I uh, got hit with influenza, a H3N2 variant, Indiana one. <laughs>
0: it was fun. Let me tell you a six, seven, five, three. No, I'm not going to, I'm not going <laughs> to, you know, Bridget,
1: um, I would recommend at some point, um, Or maybe not, uh, a book called Infected uh, Uh by one of my favorite authors, Scott Sigler. Um, Just when Shujin said something about, you know, uh, possibly a new form of life. Uh Uh, This actually has to do with a virus that does talk to you. Ooh. Oh, yeah, it's
0: creepy as hell. It doesn't go suggesting cuts of his flank that you might like or nothing, does it? Uh, no, it
1: implants itself in you, starts to talk with you, um, gets you to eat because you have to feed them, and when they mature, they burst out of your body and collect with other viruses that have done the same thing, um, go to some secluded spot, uh, form a uh, transportation gateway, and bring in the army that they serve to invade and take over the planet. Ooh. Yay. <laughs>
0: Um, so,
1: so,
2: Did they talk to you like telepathically? Is that it? Like voices? Yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: I would certainly hope so because if they're inside my body, I don't want to hear somebody talking by blowing through my blood. Thank you very kindly. <laughs> yeah, let's just. Uh,
1: this was like the second podcast novel I ever listened to. Yeah, creepy as hell. I can't imagine why. Yeah. So,
0: yeah. So, anyway, uh, everybody, welcome back. Of course, as always, if you are uh, paying attention live, first, thank you. I do know that a couple of you are over there. So, uh, Stephanie, thank you. us, yeah, we're we're live. Alright, you can you can stop complaining now. Thank you. Yeah, it's going to be one of those nights. If you are watching live, of course, take advantage of the question and answer the live chat. Oh, wow, it's been a long time. I haven't had anything to drink yet. As a matter of fact, that's uh, one of the things that I was looking around for. Um, I have uh, I have uh, a bottle of wine. It's been it's been a long time uh, since I've had any. As a matter of fact, the last time I had any of this wine was uh, uh, oh oh god what what episode was that two was that two yes it was two hundred
2: is so that and- the one where you had like the two bottles yes. and were. Having issues with pronunciation I, yeah, I, I think by the,
1: the end of the night he was becoming fluent in the uh, the language of drunken
0: ease I yes. I, I, <laughs> I completely discount your uh, your take on reality and substitute sleep afterwards you, I, uh, it, was Shujin, bad.
1: it was bad Shujin, keep in mind
0: yeah no. we can go back to the video we can we can we uh, can. Um, Unless I go over into the uh, over into the listing and set it to private, and then nobody can see it, then so I can I I wouldn't do that because I'm I'm too much I'm too much of a schlep to do that. Audio. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know Screw y'all, man. Yeah, well. Anyway. Anyway, there's um, there's reasons why, uh, I finally uh. I finally got uh, uh, another case, and I'm only just half done with the case that I had already. But, you know, tradition, there's uh, there's reasons. Mm. But I'm going to get to that in a couple of seconds. So, as always, everybody, uh, thanks for being along with us. Uh, As far as to the rest of the guys, uh, Joe might be sleeping right now since it is quite chilly right now in the area around where we are. Uh, so I, I would not put it past him that he's a little bit cold and chilly and otherwise, uh, tired from, uh, this past week. Cause he was, he was busy. We'll just go as far as that Joseph has been working on stuff. So he's probably still, you know, sleeping, which I don't blame him and tech. Well, you know what tech, if you're, if you're paying attention, yeah, we, we, we kind of understand he didn't call or nothing. He doesn't write, you know, not even a not even a phone call. And if this is just to make my you know boost up my morale, you know, thanks. And up yours too. We appreciate it. So there you go. Anyway, with all that crap out of the way for a couple of seconds, let me uh let me go ahead and get you guys rolling with the uh, with tonight's five-minute freestyle. Because your five minutes start now, impressions. Oh man, uh, we had we had a lot of talk at one point about getting uh, a a tool to put impressions, literal impressions, into the uh, the uh, easily obtained. By the way, very uh, easily obtained little holy communion wafers. You can get them off of Amazon in groups of five hundred or more and if you if you go looking around you can even find uh you remember back in the day how uh people would uh, on on the on the trains you could uh, get your ticket from the conductor while you were on and he'd have a the change belt on him there there are tools that are basically the same kind of thing like the upside down Pez dispenser you <coughs> load them into the thing and you know you you trigger lock it the, off the bottom <laughs> Uh, I don't know where they are at this point, but I, 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 every once in a while I go looking. You should see what it looks like when I go ahead and I fire up my Amazon uh, account and, and go looking for stuff. It's, it's kind of curious. In this case, the impressions that I was actually thinking about were the impressions of people's lives onto our own. Because this past week, the seventh, marks literally 30 years since I met my wife. And as usual, I go back to the college. I leave flowers in the band room. I pick up another case of wine. And I pick up another uh, another thing of seven stars around the moon at the Chinese restaurant just off campus. But there are a couple of things that made it different this year. Turns out I visited the band room at... 430 which at this point uh all college band which is when fuji and i first saw each other it, 430 so when uh the little one and i made it over to the band room i did not realize i asked when when the professor that was there and, and handling the marimba group that was there uh when i explained you know why i was there and i asked you know when does all college band practice and they're just like uh fourth yeah 4:30 and i looked at the clock. Oh. it's 4:30 so i actually got to say you know what it is literally 30 years to the minute when i was here and got to see my wife for the first, my future then to be future wife for the first time and completely did not even think about it because she was a silly freshman who was bringing her instrument case peeking in the door all timid like because they were late and who brings their instrument the first day of class i mean that's that's just dumb you're not doing that but uh... but we got to walking around campus for a little bit afterwards and as we were making our way back to the car one of the kids, and I say kids, one of the students saw me and came over and said that they were impressed and they took very much notice of what I said and he hopes to see me again next year. He's originally from Queens. And I told him that I was very appreciative. I wished him well. I gave him what little advice that I could, which was to keep writing music. Every time that there's a a little thing that goes through your head, write it down, get you know index cards, and just write out stuff every once in a while when you get a a musical theme in your head. Because if you're going into music education, you're going to need something to keep your sanity sometimes. But... He took notice and he thought that my wife should be very proud to know that I keep going back and keep respecting and sometimes keep telling. And it was it was great to see one of these kids that's just up and coming and maybe I made a little impression for him, both personally and hopefully professionally later. I got to give a shorthand version of it earlier today in Rochester to Denise Crosby. Yes. That Denise Crosby. Very cool. And I will say that I made an impression on her too because I did not ask for an autograph, did not ask for a photo, but I wanted to say thank you for what memories her time on Star Trek gives to me. And I know that I did because she asked, wait, you said your son was here too? Yeah. Well, when you find him, bring him over so I can say hello too. And we did. Benjamin at Fredonia my best hopes and Ms. Crosby thank you for a moment that I don't need a photograph to remember later may you have many more good impressions from good people later and to you my girl my lady like I keep saying, thirty years on, I am still in love to you. This is episode two twenty six on the at your honor. Bad form, old chap. Now this one required uh, a little bit of uh, a little bit of homework. On uh, everybody else's part, uh, I'll give some explanation shorthand for those of you that didn't didn't go to watch the video because you know some people are just listening. But um, I will give uh, I will give a, a good recount so everybody understands about it. Before I go ahead and get into that, uh, item number one, Joseph over in over uh, in, uh, in Paris. Good morning. Good, uh, good of you to be able to join us. I, I thought that you'd probably still be uh, asleep at this point, so glad you were able to make it. He's well, probably... There you, you are. are. Okay,
4: yeah, I just have to... I had to get around my coffee.
1: <clears why throat> as much. Never stand between a person and their coffee.
0: Yes. No, especially
2: actually... when it's five o'clock in the morning.
1: Uh, I'm not,
4: I'm not even a person before I get my coffee.
0: <laughs> um... Are any of us truly? Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, good point.
2: I haven't had coffee since about nineteen
0: ninety-four. Yeah, but you're Canadian and female, so it's not like you've got any pullover on this side of the border anyway, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> could you could those of you that are listening and not watching the video, could you hear me rolling my eyes at that point at my government? Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, anyway. So, yeah, we've we've got we got stuff that we're going to end up talking about. Uh, Heretic woman, I of course, uh, as usual, I don't have any new information about Rafe because, no. well, as usual, it's another one of those weeks where it's you know rehashed old stories, and there's not much else that we can really do. Yeah,
2: the only thing stuff. I I've seen at all is all of the poor Saudi students that are desperately trying to stay in Canada.
0: I Can't imagine why.
1: Probably because
0: um, they're trying to be good students and learn and better themselves. Imagine that, yes. right? Yes, exactly. So we will see what happens with all that. However, with no new information, unfortunately, as a recording of tonight's show, this is now six years, two months and 24 days since Rafe Badawi was unjustly incarcerated for thought crime. Our hopes and our thoughts are still with you and your family. And with your sister as well still waiting to hear on that one too bunch of bunch of bullshit but i'm not allowed to say that actually i'm not in the state department yet so i can say it as much as i want nice guys (laughs) nice so let me give uh let me give a real quick recap as far as to the the homework assignment i was talking about i did put uh i did put a video in the show's description so uh, if you want to pop over to the YouTube side and take a look at that, that might be helpful for later to get full context here's here's the short of it. I was tooling around and one of my accounts on youtube I've got several one of them apparently uh because I had watched some you know professional uh poker players because I got interested in the mechanics the the math the statistics of it all so now a whole bunch of this comes up even though i do whatever you know mm-hmm. youtube whatever but there is one of them and and again the one that's linked where what ended up happening was one of the guys took a quick look at his cards thought okay my two cards this looks good so okay i'll anti and one of the other guys quickly looked at his cards, saw what he saw, and decided he was going to go ahead and be in two specifically against this one guy, and said, "You know what? I want to go. I want to go all in for what's in the pot." Whatever it is that's in the pot, let's just let's just go for it at this point. Well, did you even look at your cards? No, I didn't, I didn't bother looking at my cards yet. So, you know what? If you want to push in at this point for it all, you, you're going in against me, and I'm, I'm blind. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. No. He completely lied through his teeth. And when the guy committed, turned over his cards and said, yep. Here we go. Here's all the chips. The guy went ahead and told him that, yeah, I looked at my cards. Of course I looked at my cards. And he called him out on it. The first guy called him out on it. Why would you do that? You you lied. And the guy said, it's poker. Of course I lied. And that's what got me down this 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 rabbit hole at this point where that speaks so much of what has been happening what i've seen happening for a long time of course i'm going to lie and cheat and bend every rule and exploit every loophole because when all is said and done unless you unless you catch me in the act and charge me with a crime I will have won. The fair play doctrine doesn't matter so long as I win. And I have a hard time even conceptualizing that as a strategy for anything. Never mind playing a game. Never mind politics, where there are actual stakes at risk. So I want to go through some of this because... Yeah, we don't exactly go through a, a lot of stuff that would be typical for a skeptics show or an atheist show, although it's not exactly necessarily the, the same thing. But it's one of those things where, when I finally realized what it was I was looking at, started to really burn me up. Because, you know, what in the hell is wrong with just, I don't know, um, not just playing by the rules, but playing with the idea of, Okay, yeah, um, we play on equal footing, and may the best player win without specifically tipping the, the teeter-totter and jumping off the other. You kind of get the idea of where I'm going on this, I guess. So let me start with the easy one. Cheating in games. There's an easy one that we can go through football and i'm saying it football because i want people to realize i'm talking about european football as opposed to american football (laughs) aka soccer aka um rugby light all right that's let's just call it what it is we've seen guys who take a fall in football all the well the guys the girls no when they when they fall down it's because they got to handful of hair, and they yanked them back and then threw them <laughs> on the ground. They earned those at that point. You you know what I'm talking about, heretic woman. You're, you're laughing hard enough. You have to have seen some of these. A,
2: a little bit. A little bit. Now, we we never... Like, soccer here was pretty tame. Yeah. but And we... Where I lived, because we were in the sticks, we didn't have football, we didn't have rugby, we didn't have... Any
0: of that stuff.
2: We had basketball, yeah, and
0: field hockey. If you're a girl, yeah, oh but- god, field hockey! If you don't have shin guards, man, those are oh.
2: brutal. Like now, I used to like playing, um, uh, like um, not f- floor hockey. I liked playing floor hockey, and I could get a little aggressive with the stick at times, but. Oh hell, not with one of them wooden ass uh field hockey sticks. Ooh, no no no.
0: No, that would be that would be bad. Yeah, Dallin, go ahead because I, I want I want to ask Bridget something when, when you finish cause... Well, no like the what you're talking about um
1: in uh football or and what brought it up is um I see it I've seen it in hockey. And it is well it's taking a dive. Mm-hmm. Um, during the playoffs in hockey, um, I don't know how prevalent it is now, but it used to be that when when a goon came on the ice, and okay, a coach will swear on a stack of whatever holy book they're they're pledging these days. I think I know where you're going. That, that they don't have goons, they don't have enforcers. Look, one of the bullies that used to beat the shit out of me when I was a kid uh made it as an enforcer on the LA Kings okay wow um and i know for a fact that he was a good hockey player but he was a better bully
2: uh.
1: um so the idea was was to get those goons off the ice as much as possible and if that involved a player taking a dive to make it look like the guy had incurred a had done a uh, a penalty able like offense
2: slashed or something
1: or well cross-checking was the easy one right you know or get the guy so riled up because you know goons are not typically known for their intelligence but also known for their short tempers um that they will take you know enough of a poke that the dive would look convincing and it's all the mm. strategy to get your power players off the ice so that um well, I, I guess they're in a way they're kind of protecting their investment too, because who's the goon going after the, the super good guy. Yeah, yeah, the good players I, I think the only hockey player that I know of that ever got any ounce of immunity due to his celebrity status was Wayne Gretzky. yes, but that didn't stop Dale Howerchuk from taking his head and driving it into the ice during one game I saw was that pre or post helmet uh post.
2: Okay. I was yeah. Say. You know,
1: the ironic thing is about the only guy I never, the only guy I saw post helmet who wouldn't wear a helmet, uh, he was on the Oilers. His last name was McTavish.
2: Is that the guy with the big mustache? Uh,
1: no. no, you're thinking Lanny McDonald from the Calgary.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah the the ginger guy with the huge mustache.
1: Yeah, and um, he like he looked like uh, uh, Willie. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I met him. This is after he retired. Yeah, he still got the stash. I believe it. Yeah,
2: yeah. I've seen though like clips from from soccer games and like even World Cup. Where, and it's like it's become a joke where specific players they make fun of them for, like, oh, somebody like touched them on the shoulder and they fall down and they're like, ah, and, you know. Yeah. It, there was, in fact, there was a video that was going around Facebook a couple of months ago and it was a bunch of children at like a soccer school take doing drills and so they were they would there was a group of like 10 or 15 of them and they were you know kicking the ball all a certain way and then one by one they would all drop on the grass and like hold a body part and start writhing around and it was like they were being taught by one of these guys who they were making fun of for doing that (laughs) there's there's one guy i have no idea who it is because i don't follow soccer at all but there is one guy that i was seeing make being made fun of a lot more than anybody else like he's supposedly specifically he's like just falling over all the time oh i don't know who it was though i don't know stephanie you're you're in soccer land any idea <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's see what she comes up with um well we'll wait on that by the way uh Richard uh, th- there's a piece about that that I wanted to kind of swing past you uh because I I had winced about the whole um floor hockey and and field hockey thing field hockey I know for well th- those I don't, I don't even remember what they're called but the big wooden hunks of of angry flaming death on somebody's shins um hmm. shins are really really out there because there's like nothing muscle wise or fat wise to hurt to save you, hence the reason why you know I was wincing and saying, you know, shin guard, you ain't got shin guards, you're screwed. Um, <sighs> what happens when somebody gets hit on a shin? Not even that hard, it hurts like a mofo and it bruises <laughs> I mean, and in oh, a and badly, a bron- yeah, a bronze, a bronze. Bruise. my god why the frick was that so hard for me to god I was <laughs> saying it right
2: too okay how many bottles did you have before
0: no the no, no no no, 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 no. <laughs> I had I had uh, I had some coffee earlier and nothing else this is this is the first literally the first amount of wine and I have not refilled this this little this little cup yet uh, I've still got I've still got half in here so I'm not affected by that Bone bru, I was saying, I was saying it wrong. I was saying bone bruise. Jesus,
2: I thought you were gonna, you know, b- no, make no, a brownie reference not. or something.
0: No, well, that that uh, that's personal time. That's all the thing. Okay, bone bruise. Bone uh,
2: bruise. Bone bruise. About bruised my- bone bruised You know what? Bone. Yeah, sh- oh, shut God. the hell
0: up! I don't care. You're not the <laughs> medical one. Okay, so like bone bruise. You know what?
3: The hat hurts like hell and yeah.
0: but is that actual serious medical though or or at what point does it become serious medical?
3: Well I mean if, if it got if you got hit hard enough to fracture something then yeah that would be serious it just mostly hurts it bruises and even with really good shin guards on uh, ask anybody who's ever done MMA it's still
0: possible to uh, hurt your shins. No doubt. So Mm -hmm. in a situation like that, where you've got field hockey, where you've got the heavy wood clubs, uh, again, I don't remember what they're actually called, uh, for lack of a better term for it, if somebody were to, quote unquote, take a dive because somebody was playing the ball and still took one across the, the heavy plastic and foam padding... I don't think that we would look at that and go, "Nah, that's taking a dive," as opposed to, "Ooh, that 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 really had to hurt." Yeah, that would that would hurt. And
3: I mean, as somebody who's had stress fractures really bad in her shins, that would be me. Um, I mean, it was bad enough that I could not walk for about six weeks and had to have ultrasound and, and stuff to heal it. Very painful. So- oh, sorry. I was
2: just no, gonna I- say, Stephanie says she loathes soccer. So you're <laughs> fired. You're fired as the European consultant on soccer. Then
0: <laughs> that's just great. Fire her from a job that she didn't want in the first place. <laughs> Brilliant.
3: Yeah, well, we don't do soccer here anyway. I mean, the big religion no. is basketball. Yeah. And something called cornhole.
2: <laughs> the hell is you that? <laughs>
0: Uh, uh. moving right along because this is not a power <laughs> 10 episode
2: oh and I just looked it up and they just call them field hockey sticks
0: okay good Jesus I was getting worried you were going to say I just looked up cornhole I was worried no, really it's worried. like a
3: beanbag toss kind of a game but it's a huge <laughs> thing here and that's what they call it cornhole oh
2: <laughs> Playing that in in um, the big park in Savannah when I was there last—is that what they called it? I don't know. Um, I didn't ask. I was just like, "Oh, that's kind of weird." That's (laughs)
3: the first time I'd ever heard it called. That was uh,
2: grown grown ass adults playing with bean bags in the in the uh, park there.
3: I'm imagining a
4: T-shirt saying "Cornhole Champion 1983." (laughs)
0: I am not <laughs> going to spit. Take
2: what if you get a trophy for that? And you put I was it on say, you,
1: you get into like a league play or something like that, and um, yeah, you know the you know you come up with team names that are just you know absolute plays on shit. You know it's
3: uh, and, so, that's so and that's that what the dead.
1: trophy. I, I think it would be Beavis like this.
3: Yeah, Cornholio. I, yep. Cornholio.
4: <laughs> I am Corn, Cornholio. It's a- <laughs> Cornhole corn
2: beanbag <laughs> toss is a lawn game in which players take turns throwing bags of corn at a raised platform with a hole in the far end. A bag in the hole scores three points while one on the platform scores one point. Okay. You know, this sounds a
1: lot like a a really
0: out-of-context <laughs> version of lawn darts.
2: Darts, yes.
0: That, that won't kill you. Yeah, I'm sorry. No, this, this is... This would be so much easier done as horseshoes in <laughs> and item and item two. Dallin, I'm sorry, but when you started talking about getting team play for cornhole games, I had to think of it was a five-man team and it was just... Cornhole I don't, I don't tournament. Really, tournament. Three, three men <laughs> on a side with two backups because... Holy uh, <laughs> uh, crap uh, brought to you today uh, by Cornhub. And- hub. <laughs>
2: Oh, and, and lobster's in the house, and he says, Just say it. It's your poop hole.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. What, what was that you said earlier about brutally honest? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep.
2: Lobster's an honest fella.
0: <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> oh, my God. Callie, I swear to you, I had nothing to do with this, this time. I it started, oh. started. it
3: up.
0: God damn it. All right. So here's, yeah. here's thing. how the hell would you. You know what?
3: Random uh, comment from Bridget, of course. I,
0: yeah, now, now my brain is thinking: How in the hell would you cheat at? Cor- you know what? I, I don't. I don't want to. I don't. I don't. You know what? We'll just, we'll just move it along.
2: WD forty <laughs> sponsored by KY.
0: <laughs> okay, the both of you are in a timeout right now. One because KY reminds me of my first job when somebody actually said. Um, let me call J and J on their eight hundred line and find out why don't they have flavored KY? <laughs> but they and, do and now. Now, yes. <laughs> yeah. And and two, um, yeah. WD forty is personal lubricant is a really bad idea. Just oh, saying. No. Just saying. All right.
2: I mean, it can fix just about anything, but... No, um, uh,
0: no, 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 no. Not where organics is <laughs> concerned. Alright, oh, so... Oh, let's, let's,
3: let's for Cornhole. I
0: said God just about... You know okay, I'm gonna turn this bus right the fuck around at this point. I swear, to Christ.
1: <laughs> why is the Trojan Man theme playing in my head now? Because he's riding
0: side saddle, that's why. That's so let's the other sponsor. <laughs> oh, you not help. You are not help me at all. That's but exactly what I was thinking. <sighs> okay so here's a... i want y'all to know by the way i still have not finished my first flagon and they're the ones who are absolutely losing their shit right now tonight
2: okay. i'm like i'm i'm drinking water
3: <laughs> I, I had great that,
1: that little glass you saw me drinking was a uh was a shot of cointro uh, i got introduced to it last weekend good stuff oh hell yes but i can't wait i'm actually going to go i'm going to find like the best hot chocolate i can find uh because from what i'm told that a shot of that in hot chocolate is like a terry's chocolate orange
2: ah by the way do, do you know where you can buy a a, a cornhole set at dick's sporting goods
1: <laughs> <laughs> I. <laughs> good night everybody it's nice to nice know you <laughs> Oh God, this is turning into Friday at the office. We're not going to get anything done.
2: It's the first link on Google.
0: I want you people to know, I try. I actually, really, supremely try to have good, wholesome discussions. It's not my fault that these people are a bunch of fuckballs tonight. It's really not my fault. God. Well, it
2: kind of is because we're. You're yeah, the reason I, thank we're all here. God.
0: See, I was going to go ahead and go with my usual. You came in here yourself. Nobody invited you, Petunia. But no, I actually did. You did invite us. I I know. (laughs) God, I'm so glad that I've got my door closed over here. You know why I've got my door closed? Because I got my window cracked open. Why? Because it's cold outside. So it's keeping my computer nice and chilled right now. So shut up. i going to have to change shirts because I'm going to have two holes in the front of mine at the end of the sh- You know what? Fine. We'll just move it along from here. So here's the deal. Where the hell am I at this point? Oh, right here. Hi. Welcome to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Vlogcast. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start the whole damn thing. All right. So the, the, the actual point of the whole damn thing is that, okay, there are times where people are going to actually get hurt. And we don't want that to have happened. We actively don't want that to have happened. There are rules in sports to make sure that people don't actually get hurt. As was mentioned, uh, bec- because you mentioned it, uh, Heretic Woman, the uh, the idea of, you said, was that pre or post helmet? Yes. What did that mean exactly? I know what it yeah. means, of course, but.
2: Yeah, uh, um. Up until, I think it was sometime in the mid to late 70s, the NHL did not require players to wear helmets, and a good many of them played without helmets.
0: Now, add on to that, because I have to know this, there was a point where, yes, you were required to wear a helmet, but not required to have any facial guard whatsoever.
2: Yeah. Well, and, I think those are still kind of optional, aren't they? Yeah, Holland?
1: when the uh, yeah. when the when the face visor came down, um <laughs> no pun intended, uh, there was some controversy, and I do believe um one of our resident sports personalities, Don Cherry, excuse me, had a thing or five to say about it, yeah. and not very nice too. He, uh, basically, what um, what he was seeing or what he was perceiving was the pussification of the nhl yeah
0: you know well and the thing is coming this coming from a guy who still had all of his choppers in his face yep well
2: oh and and the resident hockey expert beth says it was 1979
0: just so he but uh, um eight
2: nope she changed it she changed it oh keeps growing
0: you're right you're right sorry
1: yeah but the thing is um Cherry is a lot like – oh, God, I'm, I'm going to hate saying this. He was the Donald Trump of the NHL. Oh, yeah. He, I, no, basically what he did is he keyed into the lowest common denominator of yeah. the hockey fan, which is the traditionalist, the, you know, why, why the hell are they wearing body armor underneath those uniforms? You know, can't they take a, a puck to the gut – you know like a man.
3: Yeah. Um, oh, sa- kind says of.
1: The, yeah, says the guy who's never had a puck shot at him in his life. And further mm-hmm. to the point, uh, going back to uh the, the team I'm most familiar with, uh the Calgary Flames, there was a guy on there, his name was Al McKinnis. He was reputed to have the hardest slap shot in the league, to the point where one of the def- one of the people on his squad, a big, big dude by the name of Joe Lotto, would wear uh, shin, like reinforced shin guards, just in case he got hit with one of these flying bullets. Wow. Um, and and I, I can tell you from experience, uh, getting hit from a slap shot hurts. Beth
2: uh, says he could he could shoot at one hundred and nine miles an hour.
0: Yep. Yeah. As far as I, to uh, converting that to kilometers per hour, fast. Uh, yeah. I'm oh, oh, yeah. sorry. I she had the also, privilege
1: of, of watching him play, actually.
0: Yeah, she also said, uh, ask Bob Probert about helmets." Oh, sorry, he's dead from... And I, I'm, I'm trying really hard to not say what I'm thinking, but I want you to know, CBT is not the first thing that came to my mind when you wrote CBT. <laughs> y- yeah, um... A helmet will not protect you from that. Nope. For that you need something else. <laughs> well, that, that, that depends on the helmet. Um, Bridget, um, what is what is what is CBT? And and please remember this is supposed to be a family show. Um, are you are you
3: referring to cognitive behavioral therapy? Uh,
0: n- n- no, no. 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 I, I'm, but I'm, that's... I'm thinking it's cr- cranial uh, some some kind of cr- or is cr- it
2: concussion cranial. something?
0: No. I I forget. Beth, what, it is. what yeah, is
2: it? Yeah, we don't it, know. I'll,
0: I'll just I'll just go as, far as to say when we finally get Callie right on here and we talk about sex. Oh yeah, that's that's one of those TLAs we're going to talk about.
2: <laughs> Chronic brain disorder.
3: Oh, okay. Oh CBD, not CBT. I heard. CBT. Yeah.
4: Well, Sorry, that's okay. that's because
0: it was it that's was T. It was T that Beth. was written. That's why. Oh, okay. I, I'm, I'm beginning Chronic to think someone was trolling you, huge. love bit Yeah, just just a little bit. bit.
2: Chronic brain trauma.
0: There we go. So these are legit problems that end up happening because, well, let's face it, you use, well, there's no other way of putting it. A lever, because that's what you're using Mm -hmm. a hockey stick for, is a lever to impart kinetic energy into a really dense piece of really cold, stiff rubber. And yep. before anybody goes ahead and thinks that's like super exciting, okay? Yeah, in 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 some context it is. In some context, it's just um, that's why you've got padding, as
1: mm-hmm. mentioned
0: sometimes well, reinforced padding. And put now it this we... way:
2: the the reason that there's very large, thick layers of plexiglass around the boards is because some spectators has been taken out by those pucks before no shit
1: i um i do remember oh. a story in the minor hockey leagues where um
0: somebody well, my, somebody hit one of the last actual glass backboards and well took that fucker right out right oh no no yeah. no, no 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 well, well i've that seen ha- that does still well, happen
1: i've seen that too but no um my hometown team was playing one of their rare spots in the playoffs because they they are the bad news bears of their league. They they don't go anywhere. People get scared when they, these guys take the ice. Oh. Uh, it used to be you go to the
0: fight in hopes a hockey game breaks out. Yeah. See <laughs> now you now you're making me think of the Chiefs and it Oh uh, Yeah. Owns. Yeah. So yeah. I, I would you not people who st- get that reference here, my people.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure the Hanson brothers are from my hometown. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. Anyway, going on, going on, yeah, going
1: anyways. on. Anyways, yeah. um, during this playoff game, uh, somebody from the opposing team purposely shot the puck into the stands and hit one of my home team's mothers.
0: Ooh! Knocked her out. Took her to the hospital. Ooh. Okay. Um. Okay. First off, yeah, that's that's always super dangerous. B if you ever look at the tickets when you guys buy a ticket to go to one of these games, there is a little disclaimer that says if you get hurt because of it's your own damn fault for going. Oh yeah. I do see. We know for, well, it could not have been intentional. Well, oh, in
1: this case, case, it was what there was a grudge between these two teams. A very personal grudge.
0: The they shot, the shot the, was aimed into the stands to intentionally hit this person. Mm-hmm. A specific Yeah. Yep. Mother of one of the players.
1: Yep.
2: Probably okay. figured if she got hurt then that player would leave for the rest of the game.
1: And they were wrong. Oh
2: god
1: yeah. <laughs> At the Probably next...
2: stayed on and kicked their ass.
1: At the next face off they he didn't even they didn't even touch the puck. The guy dropped the gloves. And jumped the guy. Both benches cleared. Oh it was, wow! It was an epic brawl. I'm pretty sure but, <laughs> there was no more game that night. Yeah, can't imagine I guess how. Not.
0: No, it. Well,
1: yeah, like you, you think about it, like um, you, you talk about fair play, and then you get you get douchebags like that. I, yeah. I know that's not
0: quite where you were no, going with it. No, no, that's it's it's quite it's quite accurately where I've been going with all this. Today. But but it's anything like that. It, you know, in sports, it's taking a dive, or you know,
1: it's getting to the point these days where everything is a personal attack.
0: Well, mm, kind of. I, well, okay. I don't know that it's so much a personal. It's taken that way, perhaps. Yes, yes, but it seems to be that in so many occasions like this, it's taking one for... for lack of a better way of putting it, the long game. I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll take a cast on my arm if it means that i screw you over for the rest of your days because i did something intentionally um i was gonna say dishonest that's not what i'm going for uh if if i did something that was i'm gonna say it this way because I, i i think it's gonna get the right term across not above board I think it's probably the nicest way that I can put it ethically um, questionable ethically questionable um what's the shit what was the term that the the guy had used um oh hell I forgot what it was that he used there was a specific term that he used uh about how uh, i'm 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 thinking about this uh, this this poker match where he t- where he said it was not not dishonest or unethical it was Shit, I should have written it down and I didn't think to do that. But it was, it was, it was basically the idea was you know what you're supposed to do. You know what the rules are. You know how the game is supposed to be played. But there is a line between playing the game. To where you find out who has the better skill in playing the game, as opposed to who's got the better skill in juking somebody's mind, which has nothing to do with the actual mechanics of the game. Yeah, and I, I've damn it, I'm gonna try to. You mean I'm, bluffing? No, 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 uh, no. But okay, bluff, bluffing in in. Bluffing, even though it is not, I learned this about from Star Trek Next Generation, even though bluffing is not a written rule in the game, it is a known, a well-known mm-hmm. aspect of the game. Yep. And that I've got no problem with because it is a known quantity. Yeah. It's a matter of... God damn it, I wish I could remember what the right word was. Mm. I can't remember what the right word of it was. But it's... <laughs> I'm going to use the wrong words just so I can get something out properly. <laughs> it's the honor of the game. It's the civility. It's the sportsmanship. Integrity. The in- that's probably one of the best parts. The, the, the closest word that I can think of, yes. The integrity of the game, of of the mechanics of it all. And that is something that taking a dive, uh, I don't see that as that bad, although it's it's wrong. The idea, however, of intentionally actively hurting somebody else. Like you were saying, the, uh, the puck to someone's relative or well, well-respected and cherished person, whoever it is, a direct assault on somebody, yeah, that's wrong. Mm-hmm. Especially intentionally so. If it was a complete fluke and it jumped off of somebody's stick because slap shot, somebody's stick was in the way, angled right, boom, up in the stands, it happened to go up in there. Okay, shit happens, but it well, wasn't intentional. Yeah,
2: and actually, yeah. I, I took a quick peek and I didn't realize this, but in two thousand two, in Ohio. Now, this was an accident, but uh, a 13-year-old girl was actually killed by a deflected puck at a
0: game. Damn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in some cases, it doesn't... Okay. Um, hockey puck, For those of you that have never actually held a hockey puck, and the vast majority of people, I would assume, have not, a hockey puck is a dense, heavy, dense piece of heavy rubber not exactly classic. In plastic.
2: fact, Beth went and looked it up and they she says they weigh six
0: ounces. That doesn't seem right. Oh, I think it's heavier than that. Yeah, I then again, but you know, yeah, that, I
2: have no concept of ounces, so I
0: don't I, know. No, it's, but... that's, that's okay, but uh, the bottom line the material that it's made out of when it's cold and it's cold. it's not gonna have a lot of give no
2: it's right i just looked it up six ounces ounces. shit
0: all right all right learn something new yeah but um six ounces at 100 miles an hour i'm not gonna do the math because i don't remember how to do the math i didn't take physics screw you Uh, it's 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 a lot of force yeah and getting a concussion in on somebody well let's face it Concussions do really nasty things to people.
2: Uh huh. Well, and why do you think goalies were the first ones to wear face protection?
0: Uh, because they, yeah, they, because they, they wanted to protect their beautiful teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Because some of them had uh, a few teeth still left. Yeah. You know, not many. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I can't imagine it being terribly enjoyable to get a, Puck to the face when you're a no. goalie, because no. they're wanting that sucker to go in, so you know they're they're hefting it.
1: Yeah, and they're well, going to yeah. do everything they can to get it past you. Yep. And if that means driving it up into your
0: face to knock you out, so that they can do it, they will. Yeah, because the first, inf- the first the inf- first impulse is to just get your face the hell away from something that's coming at you. Yes. I mean, yeah. all you need to do is to test that with a. Bumblebee for crying out loud. And I'm not talking about the Transformer. That's a whole other thing. I don't recognize that, that in that, that movie coming out. Screw it.
2: Beth says teeth. Yeah. <laughs> what are those?
0: And uh, Stephanie's got it over here. Uh seven ounces is about 150 grams. So you know, give me something right there. And
2: yeah. and as as Beth says to you, remember the pucks are frozen.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly my point. So these are things that we can somewhat relate to because we understand sports we may not necessarily appreciate we may not necessarily like but we understand what goes into sports you want the you want you want the the the, the sports object to go to the the other side so team go win yay yeah i, I mean loosely translated that's Pretty much, it. Weird Al could not have done it any better. And don't tell me any wrong there, down You you know full well, that's exactly sports. Bo- yeah, sports it's shit. I gotta I gotta I gotta put that into the, into the yeah.
1: Show. It's about doing whatever it takes to well to score the most points. And hmm. you you look at you know especially professional sports, you know where there's money involved.
0: Oh, a lot of and, it, and not just
1: and not just money for yeah. the team. Look at, um, okay, the Super
0: Bowl. Well, franchise.
1: Yeah, but, but okay, my classic example, the Super Bowl. So as soon as the team wins, wh- whoever it is, right away in the locker room, there are T-shirts, there are hats, there are, um, I don't know, underwear, socks, I don't know. I don't buy Lovely. this stuff. Bubbly well, they wait for them to use, yeah, okay. The bubbly is one thing. But what I'm getting at, no, I know is the team branded merchandise that is for sale the moment the final buzzer bell, gunshot, whatever uh, it sounds. So, how is that possible? Well, one of two scenarios. you have the actual scenario where, the manufacturers of the, of the merchandise make a gamble and they make equal parts of both teams being the champions.
0: So that's what does happen.
1: Yeah. Or if you go the Alex Jones route, um, they already know because it's all the fix. And yeah. the lizard people are shooting brainwaves from the chemtrails and making the frogs gay.
2: <laughs> you know, you am, do that disturbingly well. I'm writing
1: a lot of Alex Jones lately because uh, poor boy's had a bit of a rough ride uh, through the land of social media these days.
0: Um, Yeah. Let's let's not not talk about him having a rough ride. Well, I was listening to uh, Cognitive Dissonance today and people were asking him about the trans porn on his phone that they could clearly see. But that's that's Uh, a whole other thing for later.
1: I I knew about this a couple of weeks ago and uh, some people have started to debunk that, but whatever. I'm not going to get into that. Um, I've just listened to a lot of so-called free speech absolutionists, I call them. And these are the people who don't recognize, who don't, uh, who disagree with the idea of, we talked this a a few episodes ago, the the currency in the marketplace of ideas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, These people think that there is no currency and that, Every voice... Well, you're going to love how this ties together. Bear all with right. me. All right, go ahead. The Absolutionists believe that all ideas have a right to be heard. Or, excuse me, have a right to
0: be spoken. Okay, be- before you go any further, meaning all all thoughts to be spoken are of equal value. I'm, I'm, I'm understanding you correctly so far?
1: No. All thoughts to be spoken can be spoken. It is up to the listener to decide whether or not it is a a value. Okay. However, looping back to the last time I was on the show, when we got into, um, uh, shit, I can't remember exactly what we were talking about. Um, but Joseph hit the nail on the head, uh, towards the end of the show when we were talking is that these absolutionists are applying the critical thought filter to a massive population that does not think critically. And this is why there has to be a currency in the marketplace of ideas because the masses are not, they're not willing or able to filter out the BS, which is why, and th- this is why, again, I recognize Alex Jones so much, Sandy Hook.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, he doubled and tripled down on that thing, saying it was fake. Fine. You know, town town idiots on his soapbox, you know, especially with a voice like that. I mean, let's face it. A lot of the village idiots weren't exactly all there, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I get you. You know, just look at, uh, look at Fred Phelps. Need I say more? Um, but to my point, it's not that he was bloviating. It's that people listened, believed, and took action. There were death threats. There were assaults against uh, people, parents of of the children of Sandy Hook, who were murdered. Yep. And basically saying you're nothing but a crisis actor. You had no kids, or your kids are in hiding. Where are they hiding? Tell me the location of the bunker where they're hiding. You know all of this shit. And, and that's then- the problem. Is that
2: when he yeah. started talking about PizzaGate? The that guy actually went to the pizza shop with a gun and was going to shoot people.
0: Yeah, yep. It was a semi-automatic rifle. He did fire a couple of shots into the ceiling and on yeah. top of the piece. Earlier, there is one family that has had to move from from Sandy Hook. They have had to move seven times. Else. Since that shooting, uh, ever since Alex started d- dicking and, around with everybody. Uh, no, though I've heard and, reports.
1: And I mean, they're suing him. Yeah. I've heard right. of reports where he's backpedaled, where he's like trying to, um, he, he's trying to say he's sort of turned over a new leaf. But the thing is the damage has been done. And, you know, for a lot of these people who talk about uh, personal responsibility, I think he has a fair bit of personal responsibility because he is a media figure. He is a figure who gets himself out there. I mean, we are the same thing where granted we don't have anywhere near the pull of someone like him. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, that's a good thing. Yeah. But like, okay, we have no intention to, uh, to influence or direct anybody to do anything from this show. You know, angry as angry as we can get on some subjects, you know, I would never, I would never, you know, demand that someone take action because of something we're pissed off about, but I would also discourage anybody from, you know, spontaneously taking action because of something we said, you know, what? hold on a second. Hold on a second.
0: I'm going to, uh, I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to change how sorry I'm going to change what you said and I'm gonna keep the camera on you to to follow up on this one a second. I suggest that we would want people to take the action of investigation as opposed to going out and i don't know taking an armed search party and um uh, a lynch mob, God, I can't believe I just said that, or a, a, a posse to go and investigate for themselves and shoot holes into ceilings with semi-automatic rifles in broad daylight and possibly intentionally yeah. hurt somebody. in We would want people to invade, uh, let's see, um, libraries and actually research with a notepad and learn shit yeah. and interview people. Okay.
1: Yeah. Um, again, but that's because, you know, we assume and, you know, optimistically so that our audience is of a more critical mind. Yep. than you know, the inquirer reading, uh, stereotypical, um, oh, how do I put this lightly math
0: yeah, um, I, I think you got it pretty closer than I did. Yeah, that, that
1: tune into shows it that tune into things like InfoWars or The Blaze. You know, um and, and it, I don't know if he does it be because he knows it'll get him, you know, dim clicks or dim views um on his shows.
0: But yeah see and, and and that's that's a piece right there that that factors into it all. I've said before, I don't care how many people we have that are paying attention to us. It's more than just us ourselves yeah. cool then then we're making we're making some headway other than just you know mutual masturbation sessions over here. the way it's been described before, you know, it's not like I'm making this term up, but at the same time we don't have to worry about if we make a massive mistake and for us, it would be, it would have to be something that was a real massive mistake. We don't have to worry about our target audience. No, no matter how many to go running off the deep end. And at the same time, because we don't have a massive audience, we don't have quite the same level of if we make a mistake, we're going to have a whole bunch of people suddenly flooding the streets for any stupid reason. Well,
3: we don't. I mean, we don't well, depend
0: don't on uh, a large audience, and that's actually, it. Yeah, like, we
4: we we depend on our own. We count on everybody's individual ability to to make value judgments for themselves.
1: Yes. We 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 depend on them being able to think critically.
4: If I had my way, I would describe a lot of human behavior um, across two camps. There's just people who can make value judgments for themselves and humans who spend their lives depending on other people like Alex Jones to yeah. make all the decisions for them. Yeah. The and how br- safe and dangerous and all that. Yeah, but unfortunately, the the way of thinking is just completely different. Yeah. And the people that can make these value judgments for themselves, they have the tendency to project their own thought patterns on everybody else, just assuming that everybody can think like that as well.
1: But unfortunately, those who depend, I think, are still in the vast majority these days. It took me 40 years to realize that.
4: Yeah, there's, there's a piece of I just that refuse th- to believe that, that people can't think for themselves or won't or refuse to. Well, well
3: whatever yeah. it's worth, um, Alex Jones does actually believe what he's saying, even if it's ah. contradicting something he said five minutes ago.
0: Okay. Wait, but, wait, that's wait.
3: Um,
4: that's, that's really, it's really hard to determine somebody's it body is, bullshit but, like that. But yeah, whether, I'm going by what he,
3: Tracy Harris would say after having numerous conversations with him and things. Uh, she's also from Austin, just like he is. And she said that her, in her estimation, he really does buy exactly what he's saying in that moment, no matter how crazy it is. And even yeah. if his mind changes but five like, minutes later, it, do you it's think it's, mad at he's somebody, delusional.
4: <laughs> it's hard to be mad at somebody who doesn't realize their own you know, error. Somebody a real believer uh-huh. um, is not intentionally, by design, um, you know, fucking with everybody else.
0: It, it's mm-hmm. not. It's not. Uh, how do you say? Uh, it's it's a it's a, it's a it's a byproduct because of the way that they're thinking. I, I think is probably the way that you want to put that one. But because well, well no, you've got, you got, you got somebody. You've got somebody
4: who's fully aware of what they're saying is bullshit. And that they're using this as a tool to manipulate others, and then you have people who aren't aware what they're saying is bullshit, they are just simply following a pattern because that's what they think is best for, for survival. I call people like this, you know, uh, sheepdogs. Well, yeah, and she eat and eat I had the gotten, sheep gotten dogs a and shepherds. Sorry. Proud-
3: Figure out if he bought his own stuff or if he was just a, a, a quote-unquote showman like Rush Limbaugh claims to be. And she's like, no, he really does believe all the shit he's spouting.
0: Yeah. But the problem with that is in in one of the court filings that he had with his wife? Yeah. I think I what it was that. for – I forget if it was divorce or, or whatever the hell it was. Kind of custody. C- custody. Thank you. Uh, he He – Put out there for the courts now I want I, I want to I'm gonna finish this thought and then I'm gonna explain a piece about this put out for the courts that his on air so to speak at this point personality is a separate entity and is a character char- character character Characters. character uh, all right we'll go with we'll go caricature for a second mm-hmm. that it is not his personal but it is his showman side for the show and not his actual personal life type personality now the reason why i i, I wanted to make sure that I, I got that out as poorly as i did so i could come back a second is that like i said this was put for the court in a child custody thing. Mm-hmm. Is <laughs> it accurate or is it not is hard to describe unless you end up with somebody who has spent a lot of time with, let's say, um, a mental health professional or even better, someone that spent personal time on a longer basis to actually speak in a um, situations where the guard comes down I guess might be the nicest way of putting it so with that piece in mind Bridget you said that Tracy has spoken with him before and does think that he believes the bullshit that he spouts Mm -hmm. even though they went ahead and if that's the case, possibly went ahead and how should we put this? um, Bad formed the courts.
3: Well, his counsel probably advised him to put out that statement because if you know a judge thought he really was that crazy and off the wall, you know, like he is, but they didn't wouldn't he, want children around him.
2: But didn't didn't he have pitch a fit after? They came out and said he was a performance artist. He's like, No, no, it's
3: all real. Blah, 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 blah. Yep, and and also blames up the wacko he said on having a bowl of chili for lunch, too. So, yeah, well, yeah, I
0: yeah that, that tirade After the court, so that you know, after the court, it doesn't matter because, well, whatever, you go ahead.
2: Uh, well, wasn't it just the other day he was following Marco Rubio around and yes, yes, yeah. like. Getting all touchy feely and stuff. And get yep. your
0: hands off of me! Yeah. Well, he was getting
1: ah. up in his face because of the whole banning thing and that, you know, it's it's left wing censorship and you know I, I'm not entirely sure like, why. Marco
2: Rubio is not left.
1: No, I
0: <sighs> I think it was much yeah. more along the lines of uh, why aren't you doing enough to stop it? For ah. Yeah. Wow. I I I'm saying probably because I will admit I didn't go deep diving into any, I, I didn't even go light diving into that, because for me it was like, oh, headline. Oh, it's Alex and he hasn't shaven enough. Yeah. Okay, no, yeah, the, sure. Yeah. Why about the only
1: it? reason I knew anything about it is, some of the people, uh, journalists that I follow, um, one of them is one of these absolutionists, and he's really trying to push the, well, the thought behind this is, First, they came for Alex Jones, but I said nothing because he's a moron. Yes. Next, they come for blah. You know that argument?
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, which is which is a complete travesty. Well, the to thing the is, original.
1: Yeah, but I mean, both everyone's doing this. Everyone's bringing it down to that. You know, one extreme side or the other is trying to. You know what is what is it they call it? Uh, it was the horseshoe? Is that what they call the horseshoe theory? Yeah. Where it, eventually you become so extreme on one end, it actually loops around and becomes the same as the extreme on the other side. So you, so on both extremes, you've got two sides trying to create a totalitarian state. Um, and accusing the one or the other of being censorious or, you know, too controlling or this or that. And then of course the, the inevitable N word pops up, and I mean Nazi.
4: Yeah, kettle, kettle black, like, like um, kettle pot, totally, totally. Yeah, like the, uh, the 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 extreme left and the extreme right. Yeah. Well, they're they're both totalitarian in nature, mm-hmm. you know, whether they will admit it or not.
0: Yeah, um, no, but and... it,
4: it's not about sides; it's about again, it's about humans depending on other humans to make yeah. survival decisions for them, yeah. and it, it comes down to actually leader. That's all, you know, yeah. um, whether the leader is all inclusive or all exclusive or whatever. It's just, you know, it's a bunch of people who don't know right or wrong for themselves, depending on a central leader who says right and wrong is X. And, you know, that's yeah. it. Uh, you you, know, what you know, X is hardly has any importance in all that. It's you know, just it too, to what uh, extremes they'll go to to off each other, the the yeah. competing factions. That's all.
1: Yeah. I got into a discussion with uh, some guys at work about. um, We we kind of touched on this, which was hilarious because I was talking with a guy who's a Muslim, uh, who laughs his ass off at flat earthers. (laughs) Just just let that sink in a little bit. Um, He obviously
2: didn't read his Quran very well.
1: Oh, he he read the Bible. He he read it, but he's more, um, uh, for lack of a better term, he is what I would consider a cultural Muslim. Okay. Mm -hmm. So one of those ones where they don't really adhere to the book that much, uh, he's got, you know, he won't do dairy, he won't do pork. Um, although I think the dairy also has a bit to do with lactose intolerance. But I was going to say,
2: there's nothing about Islam that, that prohibits dairy.
1: Yeah, so it, it, <laughs> it could be something else. Um, but um,
2: But, yeah, like the guys that, well, oh, I don't eat pork, but I'll smoke and I'll drink and...
1: Yeah, much. yeah. So yeah. It, it's more of a cultural thing. I think he does it to appease his family because, you know, as generations move on, you know, he's actually doing the right thing and becoming more Canadian than he is anything else.
0: Yeah. You know? But, anyways, there are worse things that people
1: could be
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Trump supporter.
1: So I could say in Florida, but um,
3: <laughs> talk show hosts, <laughs> political pundits, <pendants.
1: laughs> anti vaxxers. Um,
0: podcast hosts
1: Uh, yeah going on well but we did we did hit on something and i actually mentioned the whole thing about the critical thought filter Mm. and it it eventually landed around bernie um once free college you know for free community college for everybody i'm gonna stop you right there if you're going to get that tax money to do the free college, uh-uh. turn it around because well, garbage in, garbage out. How about get your K to 12 shit together first before you start worrying about college. Now I'm not a parent. We have two parents on the panel here. Um, I imagine I can get a pretty good sense of what the uh, what the American educational system is like in the K to twelve setup.
3: Yeah, it's full of fail.
0: Well, it's it's admittedly it's a lot of hit or miss, and a lot of it really depends on way too many factors. Not the least of which is where the hell you live, but going on for you.
3: Uh, on. Well, not only that, um, at least where I live now, there's a problem with school vouchers and school choice and all that other stuff, because that's a thing here. And most of the vouchers are for religious based education. Yeah. And what they're finding now um, is I don't remember if it was Indiana University or which school put out a study that showed that the kids who were using vouchers to go to the religiously based education was actually scoring lower in English and math on tests than the public school students were.
1: I believe that. And you see, there's not a, there's all these complaints about not enough uh, mom. I'll say it not enough women in STEM, which I would actually equate to not enough people in STEM period. Mm -hmm. um, Because there's no, I I don't think there's enough of a foundation. So I, I honestly think that, um, any politician who wants to run on the uh, free schools platform or on the uh, free tuition platform should actually take a big step back and say, you know what? I'm going to clean up the state, the, the education system. Now, unfortunately every state's going to have their own um, you know, they're going to say that that's not the feds business um, which I think is bullshit. I agree. You know, I, I I do think, and again, coming at it as as a Canadian, I think there is value to having a federally standardized level of education that, that if, if a student at least makes that, they could make it to college on their marks. And if, you know, I've also heard the thing, well, not everybody, you know, can can do the classroom thing okay fine if you have more of a uh, um practical way of doing things like you know you you get into grade 10 uh you're sick of math you're sick of you're, you're sick of this you're sick of that um you know well do you like working on cars do you do you like work you know like have you know like um introductory to trades
3: we used to they were called Votech schools yeah, yep. okay, they do yeah. still exist. Um, I, I wanted
1: to say vocational, but um, yeah, no, no, that's that's, that's exactly yeah, the right on. term for it, and Just those a, those do still exist. What, when I first heard that word, um, at least the first place I saw it, uh, it was almost a pejorative, so that's yeah. why I kind of backed off of it.
0: Yeah, no, um, you you and me, uh, for for me when I was when I was growing up in the uh, well the uh, the mid '80s in high school, yeah, mm-hmm. it was considered if you were going to, uh, votech... For beautician school, okay. or if you were going for, uh, me- not mechanical, uh, uh, automotive tech is what it was specifically called. Yeah, you were you were viewed as somebody who was learning a skill, but you're not going to
1: college.
0: Yeah, okay, and, and that's the pejorative part of it. Yeah, I'm going to
1: back up right there. Anecdotal evidence, but I will present it nonetheless. Go for it. My nephew. Um, well, I don't I don't I don't want to have your nephew on the show. I mean I, I don't know no, I uh, although that. of course if he saw this side of me he'd well he'd either want to buy me another beer or he want to distance himself from me. One of the two. Or it could be both. Anyway, <sighs> go on. My nephew never went to college. Well, not technically. He did go to a a tech school and he learned a trade. Kind of what you'd call Votech. Okay. He is a Red Seal crane operator. Oh. Yes.
0: Okay. Uh, All right. That is not something that the operation of which is not something that you would, I would expect to find in in any college. The learning the rules and the rigs, learning the engineering specs. Learning where and why they're used and under what conditions—that's classroom training. I would typically expect, but actually, how to operate those—that is far and away a much more specialized. Well, uh, then, then came the
1: times away from school where he would go work at a company that required him to operate a crane. Where he was lifting things in excess of 200 tons, sometimes in tandem with other cranes, sometimes on his own, uh, sometimes in our lovely Canadian inclement weather um,
0: (laughs) and the like. So I'm assuming that this would have been like a a dock type area or a a rail? rail Actually,
1: I could. (laughs) It's it's in the town that's just north of me.
0: Well, let me let me let me rephrase it. An operator like this would have typically been working in either a rail yard or uh, a, a water port, I would possibly, expect. Possibly. Possibly. Okay. okay. That, that's, um, that's the piece I wanted to get at.
1: Yeah. Um, but uh, a lot of the stuff that would come in, these are parts from oil rig facilities up north. So they're usually coming in on heavy trucks. Hmm. Very heavy trucks. These are the ones you don't want to get behind when you're on the highway. Cause you're going to be there for a very long time. Yeah. Okay. Roundabout. He's, he's currently not working as an operator right now. The company he worked for went away, but he has that certification. So some snobby who can say, well, you're not going to college. He can go right up in their face, show them that and say, guess what, bitch. I walk on site for 85 grand a year starting. What do you got? And this is why I have so much respect for tradespeople, carpenters, boilermakers, plumbers, uh, people who do road work. Um, I mean, shit flag operators, you know, the guys that do the slow and stop. Yep. Guarantee you they're pulling, they are pulling down major coin course the the hazard pay given how some
0: people drive kind of makes sense yeah but these guys are also typically the ones who are part of the engineering teams that are involved with actually working on roads because the amount of engineering shit that goes into Mm -hmm. and don't even get me started on the legalities of who has control over which roadway and who's got jurisdiction and where are you supposed to buy the products from and who's supposed to maintain the heavy machinery and who's supposed to be on charge It's the, the levels of bullshit yeah. with it. All is just absolutely. Okay.
1: But my point is, is yeah, that we'll, we'll um, finish down this and then yeah. we'll backtrack. I would say like, if you're going to overhaul any kind of educational system, <sighs> Okay, it's not power of ten, but fuck the colleges, fuck college, fuck university, get the Votex schools up and running. Yeah, it's my three, I know, but no, but but get the <laughs> get get the Votex schools up and running because, um, okay, I looked a little bit more into Flint, learned a few things. Um, they kind of messed themselves up in a way. They were apparently trying to divert. Um, their pipelines into this other water supply, because it was going to be cheaper for them, or, or something, and lack of proper filtration kind of put them where they are right now. So, if proper people had gone in and done proper assessments, we wouldn't be seeing that. But then, as some other friends have said, Duke is or uh, Flint is the tip of the iceberg. There are there are towns, there there are municipalities out there. Um, where Flint smells like a rose by comparison. Yeah, but enough of that. Your guys well, your guys' infrastructure is collapsing. Mm -hmm. And instead of hearing about investing, (laughs) instead of hearing about investing in that, you know, it's $600 billion for more, more what to to fuel the war machine.
0: Yes. Um, Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pause you right there because um, I think there's a piece about this that ties, it comes back and actually ties in properly. Um, cutting corners. When you're dealing with tradespeople, typically you're going to be working manual labor a lot of times because what you're doing is somewhere between art and science, Yeah, you can have machinery that actually does a lot of stuff, but the, mm, I'm not going to be using quite the right term, but follow me along, the machinations of setting these things in motion, like I was talking about, if you're going to work on a roadway, you need to have the engineering reports, you need to have the stuff bought, you need to have the field maintained, the the, the sorry, the machinery maintained, the people trained and stuff purchased and all, all that stuff. Here on our side of everybody else's borders in the US and 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 uh, Bridget you help me out on this one a little bit because I think that you can speak to it Probably even better than I can, the idea of penny pinching, every last stinking red scent, not that they know what pennies are up, up north anymore. every stinking dime that you possibly can <laughs> because of the idea of <coughs> do you remember the expression that that had been flying around for a long time? Work smarter, not harder. Be more efficient with less money. Be more productive with fewer resources. All the shit that came through it all and in the position that you've been in for the la- last however how long it's been at this point with this money pinching grubby group. Mm-hmm. I'm being nice about it, can you tell? <laughs> You, you and I both know about this because we've both dealt with insurance billing where it's been nickel and diming and nickel and diming and nickel and diming, but oh, yes. it's far and away more than just the medical industry that we've seen.
3: Well, it's, I mean, it's all of them. Um, this used to be a heavy industrial state years back. It's not anymore. Um, but I know as far as like working on infrastructure here, they do try to cut corners. Um, they don't want to pay salaries to do a good job and they contract things out to the, you know, cheapest bidder and the work might last a season and it has to be redone because it's really shoddy.
0: Because it all comes down to the next
3: money that they're paying right now at this moment.
0: Or more importantly, how much they're keeping at the end of every quarter.
3: Well, yeah, it's all about profit now and not anything long-term.
4: And it's actually beneficial to them if they do a shitty job because
0: they, they'll be paid to do it again. Spaghetti code equals job security. Oh God, ain't that the case? For those of you that don't know about spaghetti code, you have no idea how lucky you are. For anybody that wants to go ahead and um, scream internally, um, code uh, do a hard-coded web page just just for shits and giggles. And then redo it and pull it into oh I don't know um Word and then do the HTML export and no. then see what you end up with <laughs> no ah. see I'm I'm one of those people that used to do hard coded websites in HTML 3.2 because that's what we had and then I saw what somebody did using a Word export bad okay bad does it get the job done Sure. Mm, I'll fight you on that one. But it sure as hell is not going to be efficient at it by any stretch of the imagination. I. You're familiar with the
1: Hello World. Oh, of course. Yes. Basically, it's the ability to put one line, Hello World, as the end result of whatever it is you're programming in, whatever medium. Could be Java, could be... Um,
0: visual C could be visual anything, could be could basic, be. and if you do it in basic, it should only be two lines of code tops. Yeah, is,
2: is is that like when we learned how to make our name go across the screen on the Commodore 64? Yes,
0: kind of. exactly. Yeah. Right. Same, same, same
1: thing. Thing. okay now to put hello. Uh, I actually did the hello world in Word, and then I did the HTML export because I had the. I had Microsoft Word 6 with the brand new HTML export capability. Six pages of printed HTML overhead. I crashed a browser to say hello world. Now. Wow. This is a five-line thing. Is it five?
0: Uh, uh, HTML, it- no,
1: HTML body uh P hello world slash P slash body slash HTML. Yeah. Yeah. Five lines and we're translated out to six pages of metadata. Oh now,
0: what does this actually have to do with the idea of a bad form and, and, and cheating overall? This is exactly it, even though it may not necessarily seem like it. The idea that you can make, a shortcut to get to the end goal. The end justifies the means. It doesn't matter that it took 14 kilobytes of data to print out two words on the screen. The point is you got your two words out on the screen and who cares about all the other shit around it. Yeah. And the bottom line is it was also made easy enough
1: that, you know, Joe Jacob six pack, um, I I use a middle name because, well, um, because they can type it in Word, which is something they're familiar with. Push that new fancy button up in the upper right hand
0: corner, and I'm on the web. Yep. (laughs) Now, how does this translate into big time real world consequences? Here's one Y'all remember when the rivers were on fire? in ohio pennsylvania Mm. because the companies were just allowed to do it nice and easy and simple and make whatever the hell it was they wanted to manufacture and dump all the shit wherever they wanted to and the rivers literally lit on fire Mm -hmm. that's exactly what it's all about it's about integrity and if you don't have integrity, how can anyone trust you to do the right thing? Or even the wrong thing? Because if you don't have integrity, you have no idea. A, nobody, can, nobody could believe you, no matter what it is that you said or pledged or wrote down that you were going to do because, well, you could just change it around. If memory serves, uh, there was one super villain who actually said, the one thing that I always liked about working against you, and I forget if it was Superman or Batman, but t- t- follow me a second, you always knew where you stood with you. And that that's why to me it, it was probably Superman, because I mean, you know, what the hell? But that's the thing. If it's a card game, if you have a certain amount of integrity for the game, you know that you're not going to cheat. You know it's all about who can work the game better. And in politics, if you don't have integrity, what's what's the line from Hamilton? If... If you don't say what you, I'm going to screw up the quote. Forgive me, but it, it basically comes down to: if you don't say what you'll stand for, Mister Burr, what do you fall for? Uh-huh. And I'm, I'm I'm going to look up the I'm going to look up the line because the the line was way too important for me to screw it up. At this know, point.
1: Politics has taken a very dark turn, not just recently, but even before what's going on down there right now. I'll cite two, two sources here. Um, the first was when Jack Layton from the New Democratic Party here in Canada was uh, made the leader of the official opposition. A heretic woman, you can probably back me up on this one. In his interview, he did not say that he was going to work in the interest of the Canadian people which is what the loyal opposition is supposed to do. They are the check and balance for the party in power to make sure that whatever policies they're planning to pass, whatever bills they're looking to get done work to the interest, to the common interest and to the benefit of the nation's people. He didn't say that. What he said is that he was going to dedicate his career, his life, to fighting Stephen Harper, who was in power at the time. And to me, that immediately made me not like him. Now,
2: because, now to some degree, because that who was in power, that is
1: marginally the same. Well, kind of, sort of. Yeah. But the thing is, it's all about hearts and minds Uh in my opinion. And uh, I would have liked Leighton a lot more if he'd said that he was actually working for the people, not working at not sounding as though he had a vendetta against those who in power. Yeah. Now, um, when the Republicans took the houses, when Obama was still president, I can't remember who it was. I want to say it's Ryan, but I could be wrong said that, Again, they were going to dedicate themselves to shutting down absolutely everything the president puts forward. Yep. Wrong. That is the yeah. wrong thing to do. You are there, uh-huh. Mr. Speaker. You are there, Congressman. You are there, Senators, to work to the mutual benefit of your people. Well, it should have uh-huh. nothing to do with the party line, your party's uh-huh. frickin' ideology, or anything. It is making sure that your people are taken care of. and Are they not
2: employed by the people at that point? (laughs) They are, but they
1: don't recognize it. And I think the entire political system in North America, and I mean even up here, has completely lost sight of why they're there in the first place.
2: Yeah. They've they've adopted this idea of, well, yeah, you can elect us, but once we're in power, we do what the hell we want, and that's just what we get for being and in power
1: years ago, years ago that was a running joke you know you yeah. remember uh, remember christian and his red book
2: yeah yep, yep I,
1: I have this book yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and but- it was it. just so you know it was not the bible but it was going to it was his, his red book was his checklist and it was full of his to-do list for while he was in power and every meeting they would be able to go in open up and check off what they'd done for the benefit of the canadian people It Mm -hmm.
0: died the moment he was elected. Yep. Yeah. Now as far as to the idea of once we're elected, then we don't care what it is that you think. No, it's actually just the opposite. We do care. And that's where that's why when we're in power, we will orchestrate the system. So that we don't have to worry about no longer being employed by equal numbers or overwhelming numbers that would kick us out, i.e. gerrymandering, but that's something that that that's damn it, that's and, that's a whole other problem. Right the the whole. funny thing
1: too, and this kind of ties back to your poker thing about earlier.
0: Yeah, which by the way, I, I do have the, the quote I'm gonna get yeah. to you in just a second.
1: But you knew he was, you knew the candidate was a snake, regardless of party line. You knew they were slime. Yet you still elected them, and then you cry foul when that person does exactly what you feared he was going to do. But you still elected them anyway.
2: Like, like the people who. They elected them because they were like oh, immigrants. Meanwhile, they're married to somebody without documents, and then they get surprised when their spouse gets deported. It's like, well, I didn't or, think it was going to do it to me.
1: Or, or um, Obamacare versus ACA.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: The, yeah. the videos on that one were priceless. We mm-hmm.
2: we highlighted those on a show last yeah. last year, I think. And I
1: still I, yeah. I still think of the carrier incident. You know, um, mm-hmm. we're going to keep these jobs in America. Believe it. Oh, yeah, that. Yeah. And how long did he keep them there for? Maybe an extra, what, two, three months?
0: Yeah, not even. But that's a whole other thing. Or, Matt, or, you wanna... or the
2: poor bastards who are still thinking, oh, we're going to get our coal jobs back. Yeah. <laughs> poor, yeah
0: okay.
1: Yeah. Um, anyone who uses the term clean, sweet coal <sighs> has never worked with it.
0: Yeah, yeah, the only the only clean, sweet coal is the stuff that you get up out of Minecraft. But that's a whole other issue. <laughs> By yes. the way, I, I found uh, I f- the only reason I can say that is because there's a mod pack where you can actually use coal to make uh, solar panels. So keep that in mind. Uh, I found I found the quote that I was looking for, and like I said, it, it this is one of those ones where it's far too important for me to get it right that to just blow it off because uh, for those of you that know. Or more importantly, there's that don't know Hamilton, the the play Hamilton, the lyric work of Lin-Manuel Miranda is positively sublime. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna read you off uh, the end piece of the piece uh, called uh, uh, Aaron Burr, sir, which is from very early in the in the in the show. Uh, I will link to. The the audio so you guys can hear it for yourselves because it's positively staggering how good this is. But this was the line and the setup is it's Alexander Hamilton and a couple of the other guys who are going to be instrumental in the 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 revolution in the near future, including Aaron Burr. Yes, I know. Yes, that. uh, Yes, I know. You guys know who I'm talking about. Um, and well, Aaron Burr is going to be responding somebody somebody says to him Aaron Burr give us a verse drop some knowledge one of the other guys says good luck with that you're taking a stand no sorry it's 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 Aaron Burr who's who's saying it there's no notation as to who's saying what so forgive me I'm losing track Aaron Burr responds good luck with that you're taking a stand talking to the other guys who are talking about you know the, the revolution coming you spit I'm a sit. We'll see where we land. Burr, the revolution's imminent. What do you stall for? And this is where Alexander Hamilton comes in. If you stand for nothing, Burr, what'll you fall for? The whole setup of it is if you want to be in politics, if you want to help the body civil if you want to help the society that you are a part of you need to be able to say look i think things need to be fixed this way because this is what's broken and this is what i think needs to be done in order to fix it and there's nothing wrong with being wrong We're not all economists. We're not all engineers. We're not all doctors. Some of us aren't even lawyers. And Heretic Woman knows full well, I've been having a little bit of fun with a lawyer recently, and that's (laughs) been... uh, Anyway. But the point of it is, at least if you have integrity enough to say, this is what I think, And this is what everything that I've known tells me this is supposed to wait. It's supposed to work this way. You're not just going to go ahead and say, it's my way, or I'm going to shoot you so that you can't argue with me. No, man, it, it doesn't work that way, figuratively or literally. But people should be able to sit down, maybe in a closed room. Maybe with stuff that can't be lobbed at each other (laughs) and actually discuss and have discourse and not be, it's going to be my way and that's it. That's, 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 that's completely wrong. That's completely antithetical to the idea of why the hell do you have people coming together to fix laws? And to settle scores, so that everybody benefits as much as possible together. What the hell is the point of government, otherwise? And that's the, that's 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 where the for me this whole damn thing is all come down to. People just want what they want because it's like they're three year olds, and they just want what they want, and they want their bottle, and they want their power, and they they want whatever the hell it is that they can yell and scream for. And screw everybody else around him.
1: And, you know, I saw an article earlier this week that really drove a lot of this home. Um, We we were talking earlier about gentleman politics, you know, or the, the art of the debate, you know, where we had where there were civil discussions and people were, if not nice, at the very least, respectful Civil at the very Civil. least. Okay. Um, I want to show you this. Take into it what you will. Um, personally, this this struck a chord with me because um, if this is where things are heading, we are in very big trouble. Uh, so just give me a moment here. Hi, that's me. (laughs) Sorry about that. Sorry. Uh, Read that headline.
0: Nice people Mm -hmm. make great Nazis. Why it's urgent that we rethink politeness in 2018.
1: And the first paragraph, I'll read it. When Sarah Huckabee Sanders was asked in June to leave a Virginia restaurant, a restaurant that... In response, allegedly had a chicken feces thrown at it by a man who drove over two hours to achieve this rather creative form of protest. She made a point of saying that she left politely and that she always tries to treat people, including those who I disagree with, respectfully. And that's the theme of this article. Now, Upworthy, I don't really give a lot of credence to. This popped up. I was actually looking for stupid news one week uh, a little while ago, and I I ran across this. Um, This kills me because if this is what one particular side of the political debate or the political spectrum is going after saying that if you want to be nice and you want to be respectful and you want to have discussions, you're a Nazi.
2: Yeah,
0: things have gone too far. And yeah. There's another. There's another piece on that. Would Ed? I I know I've been talking a hell of a lot more tonight than I normally do. Uh, I truly am sorry about that. I'm guys. grateful because I always talk too much. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> uh, well, I you guys know full well. You know, I, I try to steer far more than than discuss. And tonight, is one of those things where it you're you allowed can
2: tell,
0: a I'll but it on tonight I I know, I know, but it, it's one of those. It's it's one of those nights where for me, it's like it, it, it got under my skin mm-hmm. really, really hard because I've come back to that in a second. If how we've seen a constant barrage from the press secretary telling the press, those that are supposed to have been entrusted with a sa- almost sacred duty to communicate what is happening to those that aren't there, to document history in real time, which is what I really think journalism is all about. Thank you very much. And telling them that they are bad people for what they do and they're bad people individually because of that, if that's what they think being respectful, if that's what they think the bar is, there's something significantly wrong. And really quickly, you know, I'll I'll I'll, I'll save it for my closing and to to explain why this is so under my skin, because we don't we don't have too much uh, too much time left over. Um, to... hmm. Sorry, this one, this, you know, there. every once in a while, there are certain things that get under my skin. Charles Rufus from a couple of weeks ago, and um, people who don't want to play fair and nice and respectfully. That gives you an idea as to where some of my, um, some of my alignment is. Don't try and peg me on a D&D board. It's not a good place to be. Um... Bridget, uh let me, let me let me let me target you down a piece. You said way early on that you knew what kind of a person Mike Pence would be. Mm-hmm. Because you guys had experience in seeing how he acted in 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 professional capacity as a as a person in politics. Mm-hmm would you have considered at the time that he was one of integrity? Stood for specific items? Or was he one of those political opportunists that just listened to the wind and followed it along like, you know, Mitch fucking McConnell? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's my fourth, I think, time. I'm going
3: to have to think about that one. Um I don't Really think he's I mean we, man of integrity per se,
0: but then again, we also know full well that he had certain uh, certain dots that he wanted to hit with his little BB gun that were absolutely represent reprehensible. Anyway,
3: yeah, but those little dots had to do with his sincerely held beliefs, and we knew what those were because he wore them on his sleeve. But, at the same time, as far as like what's going on now in uh the Trump administration, I think he knows everything uh more than he lets on, and I think he would take advantage of the situation when he has an opening uh, so I don't know whether you call him you know a man of integrity or not. I guess it depends on the issue.
1: He's a sheep dog, yeah oh, come on, we all know he wrote the op-ed.
3: Yeah, he probably did.
1: <laughs> um, now, no, whoa. <laughs> he
3: you know did. I, or, or Kushner may have. I don't know.
2: You know oh, I, I don't know. I saw a meme today that said McCain wrote it. So. Be- yeah,
3: I mean, there's no telling. But, you know, I, I think he would be an opportunist for sure. But as far as, like, bashing on gay people and, you know, things to do with the... Abortion, things like that. Oh, yeah, he sincerely held those beliefs and tried to force them down other people's throats and yeah, was unabashed
0: so, about it. So he was integral to his own beliefs.
3: Yeah, yeah. That's, I guess that's what I'm trying to
0: say. Yeah, hor- horrid that those were. And that's why, that's why a long time ago, you guys might remember, I had said that as far as that kind of stuff is concerned, he is lawful evil. What he yeah. wants to accomplish is... Is horrifically evil, but he would be doing it through the the body and the spirit of the law by the
3: book. But by the, the most book.
0: Which thing is, thing which is that he does
4: realize that it's evil.
1: Yeah, which is why the um, the other term for lawful evil in the D anD d world is diabolical. Yeah, versus chaotic, which would be demonic. I could pull the book out. <laughs> Well, yeah, no, I've.
3: I mean, there's no doubt in my mind he will use whatever mechanisms are in place to achieve what he thinks is the you know thing that needs to be achieved.
4: Totalitarianism.
3: Yeah, he would be a totalitarian for sure.
0: If he gets all those little dots that he's trying to get to, although um, I don't think that it would be. I don't think that he would use. Any, any method possible, legal or underhanded, which I know the two are not mutually exclusive. Just go with me on this one. Um, shit, I forget where I was going exactly on that one. Um, well,
3: he would use it procedurally to get it done rather than doing it under the table. Yeah.
1: Yes, but he would also probably have all kinds of PR engines. Oh, yeah. working, you know, that's just it. Cause oh, I mean, I, I, again, it, it goes to hearts and minds. Like, yeah, he won't push anything through illegally, but he'll make sure that he can swing enough public opinion to get his points across. Even if there's a little bit of um, obfuscation involved, maybe not exactly, you, you know, the, well, technically I told the truth yet. Yeah, y- well, you- and if
3: you'll remember, he tried to do a state controlled uh, news service here when he was still governor.
0: Wait, wow. Wait, 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 wait. I don't remember this. Wow. What Dale?
3: He, they they were calling him uh or, or referring to it as as our version of Prada. But he, when he was governor, was wanting to do a state owned uh mouthpiece you know for Indiana. And shit. Making sure that everything, any publicity about him went through them first. And since it <laughs> uh, when it exploded in his face and he quickly, you know, withdrew and stepped back from that. But yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll have to Google it and throw you a link, but yeah, really exactly. scary shit. I'm
1: just thinking good. of um uh, I'm thinking of the Kim Jong uh Kim Jong ill spin engine and some of the shit they used to come up with. I could just uh-huh. imagine some of the bad infographics and stuff that would come up
0: from these morons. Um, okay, the, the the piece I was trying to think about before that I, I lost my place of um, where I was going. Where I was trying to get to was all of those little dots that he would want to get to. For instance, re-enabling gay conversion therapy. Let's just go with just uh, that yeah. one because we can we can agree that's horrific is truly horrific and we have the data to support we we do have the data to support that don't we bridget
3: mm-hmm.
0: thank you oh yeah. yeah thank you all right so he would follow the law and the spirit and the 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 proper above board to get to that but I, th- I believe that the underhanded, the questionable, the morally ambiguous stuff would be for the soft stuff of keeping himself in a position of power to influence getting to that dot. But the actual machination of trying to get to that dot would be above board. I think that's the type of personality that he would be, and is. Well, and this an ha- opinion. Well,
2: wouldn't he have to get his wife's permission first, anyway? Oh, mother? <laughs> yes. Oh.
0: You know, there's only one other person that I can think of in history, one other character, where Mother is really, really a creepy idea, and um, thank you, <laughs> Mr. Hitchcock. They had a motel, no. if I recall. Yes. With yes.
3: Some,
1: with, with a very bad lock on the shower door or the yeah. bathroom door to the shower.
0: Yeah. yeah. What are you gonna do? Oh my god! <laughs> I didn't. Kind of get...
2: Slippery shower too.
0: Yeah, I just. Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry. I just getting so riled up in all this shit. I've not been keeping track of the time, and I'm just suddenly realizing we've actually hit the two arrow point and I didn't give you guys uh, an opportunity to, to, to wrap it. Um, I've been. Uh, Okay, really quickly, my piece was I remember in grade school playing kickball and I hit a really good hit and coming around, ready to get into third base, and ball finally came over there, and the third baseman caught it, and I got there and I said, you know what? Yeah. Okay, you got me. And everybody yelled and screamed, "Why would you do that?" Because they were right and I was wrong and they got me and I admitted to it instead of saying, "No, I'm 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 here, I don't care." I was the one as a grade schooler who went ahead and said, at like freaking 7 years old, you know what fair places, you got me. Okay, you got me. I think that's part of the reason why it gets so under my skin. Because for me, it is a piece of personal pride and integrity that if you're right, cool. If you're wrong, you own up to it. Because what the hell else otherwise? I don't need somebody looking over my shoulder to tell me if I did wrong that I need to correct it. By the way, if you need that, and that's God... Yeah, well done. I would much rather trust somebody that doesn't have somebody looking over their shoulder who says, "Yeah, okay, yeah, I screwed up, let me fix it." Instead of, "Oh, I guess somebody's going to catch me if I do this. Uh, maybe I shouldn't do that." This piece is about all this. Joseph, you've not had nearly enough opportunity and I'm to 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 speak your mind. Although i have recognized that when you've had something to say oh man i love when i see that microphone come off because it means that oh you're just having all kinds of fun getting <laughs> it it's quality over quantity it it is that's it yep. so uh, I'm, I'm gonna give you and and bridget uh an and opportunity to, to finish off so whatever piece you want to finish off with please by all means no well, I can't always uh
4: participate in every discussion. I mean you guys spend a lot of time talking about sports. So and like uh you know like Aaron Ra liked to say, he goes, I'd rather watch static between channels than watch a football you know, game. Trying to but, try to try to make, you know, a good analogy. Man, you give me give me But shit I could really have do. gotten in a word edgewise about uh the uh, about soccer because I do enjoy the World Cup, but it's more what happens around that.
0: But anyways, but is there any last piece about yeah personal integrity on this that uh, that? Oh, know, other than pick it on me again? Eh, I never pick on you. Um,
4: Thanks. Now can you give me an example of me picking on you? Um.
0: You know what, Dallin, we'll go back to the video tip. We'll get that later.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that's that's going to be an awful long trip through the yeah, archives. Yeah,
4: it, anyway, anyway. And I want you to check every episode.
1: I have to get more coffee. There's yeah. not enough coffee.
4: You're right. You know, I'm anyway. imagining a seed like clockwork orange. your <laughs> <laughs> <Don't laughs> anyway, All right. Integrity. No, but integrity. I've got a i've got a lot to unpackage if i'm gonna go there um i'd i'd love that we have a discussion one day about uh um putting religion into the into a new context like discussing it from a, um, discussing it for what it is i mean it's just it's basically it's a psychological tool totalitarianism you know that's the next step up from a, physical force threat totalitarianism and that's it they just uh, you know some people learned how to to use psychological tools instead of clubs to impose their rule so really like all of this the the the, the god question and all that i mean these people who are running these shows they have no fucking clue Uh, you know they know it's all bullshit they only know that it works so really the content of the story doesn't matter at all I'd really like to start looking at uh, religion from that point of view and actually what it does to to human behavior and how, you know, what sort of human uh, it preys upon. You know, yeah, people who don't know how to make value judgments for themselves, basically people that have no integrity, without integrity, without without critical thought and without the ability to make decisions for yourself there's no such thing as morals or integrity or anything like that there's only the the party line the example
0: there you go i'll go i'll go with you i'll go with you on that bridget and like i said you you also haven't had nearly as much time so you know unless the other two got uh, something that they think is is worth dropping in here you've almost got the last word at this point
3: I have nothing to add.
0: You are such a pain in my goddamn ass. You know, know. You asked, you asked, she she asked. She asked to be on this show. I and did. I have, now it's <laughs> like, you know, like t- did so, okay. you have any teeth left for me to pull? It's really? Like,
3: uh, yeah, I've got all my teeth except for my uh, third dollars. You know, you
0: know, um. <laughs> that was probably my fault because I, I, I could write a book called Surefire Conversation Stoppers. Don't worry about it. Oh, and, and by the way, after what you were just saying, the the discussion that I've been having earlier today on Facebook and yesterday with this lawyer, oh, I I, th- I think I'm going to haul that whole thing out so that we can have it. That one. And trust me, <laughs> it'll be worth it. Anyway. I do oh, mm, no,
3: so about all that fun. these Just Do It memes going on Facebook. I think some of them are pretty good. And there was even one that had our friend Noah illusions in it. It was great.
0: I think I missed that one.
3: Mm -hmm. Uh, i'll have to find it for you you'll like it fair enough
0: yeah drop it over to the drop it into the facebook group because why not but as as far as to you know last thoughts on the whole damn thing at this point was was there anything left over for you i mean yeah i'm 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 teasing you and whatnot and you know that but is there something left over that you you think really does need has
3: nothing to do with anything uh, other than the uh, you know, the confirmation hearings of uh, Kavanaugh. And come to find out he's committed perjury so many times that he's now being charged with eight counts.
0: <laughs> uh, wait, are we talking actual counts? Uh, yes. Sorry. Ac- actual process- charged. Yes. Uh, perjury. I... Yes. Yes wow guess, that, I, that didn't take long no <laughs> no and um I I have not caught up on on the news for that then I I need to go looking for that mm-hmm. wow I'll see if I can find it for you but I'm yeah, I,
3: getting I, interesting
0: that's mm-hmm. an understatement or the Chinese version of interesting so um yeah keep that in mind Shit. you know
1: I think that saying is actually Jewish
0: I I've always heard that it was supposed to have been credited so did, for Chinese. So did I,
1: but then there was somebody who tried to set me straight on it. Um, yeah, we'll look it up. For some... yeah, I, wonder if, um, I wonder if Eli might be able to tell us. Or He's tech, like for that, that matter. Well, just... no, it, of course, I'm... that's...
0: That's all kind of guilt
1: by association. Yeah, <laughs>
0: l- let's just go looking for a wiki quote and just go from there because there's a wiki for everything, you know. Oh, uh, there you go.
3: I'm going to just link this to the show notes, but this is the Good. actual copy of the criminal complaint that was filed uh, with the Department of Justice.
1: So we'll that. he he gets confirmed. Like I I saw some of the footage of him getting confirmed, and I mean it was a it was a shit show because the the well, opposition the well, yeah, like the hearings they were trying to um somebody's trying to shout down and the the guy just ignored him. Yeah. Um so so now he's been confirmed and now all this pops up. Man, I it's yeah. crazy.
3: So I thought that was kind of interesting.
1: You, you know. <laughs> Honestly, if if I was a religious man right now, um there's an awful lot of relation or allusion to Sodom and Gomorrah that I'm seeing right about now. Finding one good man in Washington and I'll spare the city.
0: Yeah. Considering how much salt there is between everybody somehow, I don't think that you're far from wrong. Um, I did not say that right. I did not see that right at all.
1: Well, that's okay. The, there, there is an awful lot of salt because uh, everybody seems to be so damn salty these days.
0: It's a video game thing, trust me. It's a whole other thing, yeah. And and uh, any last thing, heretic woman. I mean,
2: uh, I think I kind of did it all with cornhole. <laughs> <laughs> I just I had
3: to start that.
2: But uh, by the way, did did you know that um um Dick's Sport sells cornhole boards from the Cleveland
1: Browns? <laughs> oh.
2: oh.
1: This is the joke that never. Ends.
2: I've been sitting on that for 2 hours. Come
1: on. <laughs> That's a two
0: for. Good evening everyone. Welcome to Holy Crap the Podcast. <laughs> I'm not doing this. Again. So. And I didn't even
3: drop an F bomb tonight. Uh, so we might need to start <laughs> renaming the the vlogcast "Holy Shit." Yeah.
1: It's not too late. <laughs> it, you know, um, there actually was a uh, a show called "Holy Shit" on Atheist TV for a while.
2: Oh, I vaguely remember that.
1: Yeah, uh, I really wish someone would like that back up. I I know. I think it was Silverman's project, and of course, he's. Mm-hmm. Oh boy! It's on the non
3: grata now.
1: I was, I was gonna say, you want to talk about a glorious fall from grace? You know um, what, what
3: burned Was there ever a follow-up to that? I only heard about the.
4: Um, um, uh,
1: I don't know if there were any criminal charges or not, but uh,
3: no. But I can give you a rundown on stuff after we go off the air.
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll, um, we'll do that. You know what?
0: Anyways, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We we need we need to we need to we need to we wrap. Do at at this point. So um I'll just go as far as to say, um if you guys go ahead and support us a hell of a lot over there on uh, on um Patreon, uh we'll invest in cameras and actually we'll make our own damn show and, and we'll have a second version and we'll make it completely uh above any standard of what an R rating would be. And just just because I I needed to go ahead and get it out of here with all the stuff that's been talked about tonight. I picked a bad night to give up drinking. Mm. So yeah. Uh, I've considered a couple of times refilling my glass. I want you guys to know I have not. And if you go looking through the video, you will see after I finished, I picked up the cup a couple of times and just, nah. Nah, That's not going to be a good idea. So, I know we're running a little bit on the late side. I'm sorry. Thank you guys for being with us tonight. I hope that you had yourself a good time and um, had some fun at my expense because apparently everybody else does tonight. So, you know, thanks, guys. Appreciate that. Thank you you're you're so welcome. much.
3: <laughs> I well, we can you know, help out. <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, it's, it's perfectly fine. So anyway, so Joseph, thank you very much for your time this morning. Uh, have a good morning and I hope all the projects are coming along Relatively smoothly for you at this point.
4: Hmm. So funny you should use that adjective. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Be smoothing my counters. Maybe tomorrow.
0: Well, good luck on that. You know, so long as we don't have. You know what? Um, am nah, nah. no No, we'll I'm re- I, I I I gave no context there at all. No. Sorry.
4: Uh, um, yeah, I'm renovating my kitchen, and I'm I put together. Um, um an epoxy mortar process actually um it's kind of recreating i think they call it solid 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 something i'm losing my english anyways yeah um recreating stone in a way so i'm making a stone counter
3: Ooh, i bet that'll be pretty
4: with okay epoxy, epoxy and uh aggregates you can oh. use quartz, and you can use anything, and the epoxy's super, super strong bond, and uh, you can
0: make yep. it into any shape you want. It's kind of amazing. Well, if you're yeah. going to be recreating stone, you can go ahead and recreate the wheel because that's that's the way it sounds over there. See, it's, yeah. my, it's my one dig back at you. Hmm. Uh, okay, okay, got yeah, good, Bridget. Nobody. Thank you. You you try to have yourself a, a good morning, and, and please. Please try to stay well at this point.
3: No kidding. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be immune to the other seasonal strains going around of the flu. I still have to uh, get a shot.
2: So I was going to say, you going not get a shot then. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, speaking, as the, uh, speaking as the token spleenless one in the crowd, yes. get the damn shot, please.
3: I will. Mean, Hard immunity is important.
1: Uh, yes. I... <laughs> Uh, so they get, they get the shot
3: for those who cannot
1: yes yeah, thank you yeah <laughs> take one for the team uh,
0: christ i took seven okay so i get you we'll keep that in mind so and bridget people want to catch up on the, all the stuff you've got you've got it over at
3: richard fitch 2112.wordpress.com thank you
0: and Heretic Woman, what are you guys uh, got going on for uh, tomorrow? Because it is today. We,
2: yes, it is. We are going to be talking to Thomas Westbrook, a.k.a. Holy Kool-Aid. And he has started um, a fundraiser, um, an atheist fundraiser for the victims of clergy abuse. So we're going to talk to him about that. And I'm also hoping, I don't know if he's free yet. But one of uh, my uh, local heathens who has, uh, for the last three weeks, gone out every Sunday and picketed his local Catholic church. So we're going to talk to him, hopefully, if he's free. That'll be fun. That's uh, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time, beyond the trailer park. Ah, yes, and there'll be the graphic, beyond the trailer park. And, um, yeah, so that'll be fun. Uh, looking forward to that, and uh, if you don't know Holy Kool Aid, go check out his YouTube channel. It's phenomenal. It's way better yeah. than mine. So <laughs> <laughs> he does good stuff.
1: I've, he does. Uh, I just recently subscribed to him. He's uh, uh, he's more. He's a bit of an animator. Um, and I don't know the ones I've seen. Actually, kind of, it's like he's reading essays, which is again really cool. Uh, I like the way he does his stuff. Yes. If I knew anything about animation, I'd probably try to do the same thing.
2: Oh, totally. And he has, like, the greatest little, like, cartoon <clears throat> characters and stuff. Yeah. And, yeah, he does a really good job with it. In fact, um, his girlfriend, Amanda, was who we were visiting while we were stuck in Tulsa for two days. So. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. cool.
0: yeah. So all so, your stuff is over
2: at? Ah, so com. Excuse me. Uh, Of course, if you want to hear me read the Quran so you don't have to, that's over at uh, www.fullquranic.com. Yes, I know I haven't done anything in forever. It's been a long summer. So (laughs) this might end up being a winter project when I'm so stir crazy looking at the Quran actually is marginally appealing. I don't know.
1: (laughs) Well, Ontario winters being what they are. Um, yeah.
2: Well, it could be Calgary winter, so I'm okay. With, you know, yeah, <laughs> I, I still offer
1: myself as tribute if you're looking for a guest voice at some point.
2: Absolutely, and and we uh, we got the motorcycle fixed this week. By the way, on uh, Labor Day, got it fixed. So, he, he's Happily motoring to work again, happy guy. So, and and that's how I was able to uh, uh, convince him that it was time for a kitten. So there's all that. <laughs> Yes, we're 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 gonna get a kitten soon. But anyway, that has nothing to do with my show. <laughs> That's all right. So I think that about covers
0: it though. Look at the bright side. Uh when the winter comes up, you can uh motivate yourself by uh every page that you get through is another page that you can throw is kindling into the fireplace. How's that? Ah, oh, there we go. Or if you don't have a fireplace of your own, you can we always that, but... donate it to me then because you know whatever.
2: Okay. Well, he, he burns uh, coal and barbecues.
0: Speaking and- of that, then, uh, Dallin, <laughs> thank you very much for your time. Yes. <laughs> you kind of knew that was coming, didn't you? Uh,
1: yes, I did. I, well, I, I kind of figured. Um, but, yeah, uh, good to be here again. Um, I am going to try to get off my tail tomorrow and uh, get the audio version of this show um, up to date over at holycrapthevlogcast.com. I know it's uh, fallen behind again. Um, it happens. Yeah, just reality can be a bit of a bear. Um, and when I'm wanting to scratch down some musings that uh, maybe you wouldn't see on this show or, you know, whatever, uh, you can always catch me over at in inthewindy 5ca And as a personal achievement, for the first time with my new grill and the first time in nine years, I try to grill a steak today. And I followed a dried. very, well, I, I followed a very simple rule that uh, my niece's husband imparted to me. Heat up the grill to four, between four and 500 degrees. Open the cover, reduce the heat, put the steak on. Four minutes, flip it, four minutes, flip it again, four minutes. And depending on the fluid or the juices that are on top, when you flip it again, either two or four minutes, and you will get medium rare beefy goodness. Wrap ex- it in tinfoil for like about
4: uh, four or five minutes before you serve it up. and It'll be super tender, too.
0: Mm.
1: Well, needless to say, that uh, that steak came off. I let it sit for a few minutes while I put the rest of my sides together. I bit into that thing.
4: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I saw I, I, it
1: was kind of like, uh, kind of like Rocket when he uh, got his gun in the in the first Guardians. was like, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> <get> them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Joseph, you have to understand. I I was a guy that would barbecue almost every night when I was married. When I moved into a place with roommates, and then eventually into a place with a basement, um, I didn't have a grill, and. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about eight to nine years of not being able to barbecue. Um, now I have a balcony with an inline gas and now I have a grill uh, and I'm trying to, I'm trying to get back into how to, because there, there are techniques, a lot of stuff I've kind of forgotten or I'm very rusty at. And I've got a visitor coming up in a couple of weeks. I promised her steak and heaven help me if I don't do it Right.
0: Well good so, luck. Yes. <laughs> so if anybody's keeping tabs, yes, in a couple of weeks we can ask. No, no, no. <laughs> no. No. Just no. <laughs> Somebody remind me that um I need to take a nap before I do the show again, if I'm going to be out all day, walking around a lot, <laughs> this is bad. Because the filter is really, really loose right now. And this is not a good place for me to be. <laughs> I
1: suddenly have a very bad feeling I'm going to
0: be getting a couple of DMs after this. I, I, I will just I will just go as far as to say, um, I hope the visit is worthwhile and i think right now with the way that my the way that my the way that my goram buffer panner is coming off my ship right now i think that's probably the nicest thing that i can say and Della knows full well what i'm referencing back to and uh,
1: allow me to um uh, allow me to tweak your barometer here a little bit
0: god damn it
1: um okay next week i won't be here because i'm gonna be uh getting ready to fly down to florida
0: Shit, I gotta remember this. Ew,
2: and, Florida. Yeah, you might want to write it
1: down this time. Yeah, uh heading down to Pensacola, which is gonna be interesting. Uh although I hear part of it's underwater right now.
2: Um oh, joy.
1: Yeah, but I won't and I won't be here the week after that because again I'll be entertaining said guest. But the week after that, uh Shujin, you can gauge uh how well the trip went or how well the visit went
0: by the size of the damn smile on my face. <laughs> And let's just leave it at that, shall we? You know, if some people were to just finally donate seventy-five dollars to my <laughs> fund, I would be very happy. I could put a very, I could put a very bad dragon impression smile yeah. on them. Dave. Photo, I'm looking at you, and here my flight is <laughs> down. Speaking, speaking of that,
2: Dallin, roll on, roll on. F- Felis says he has some tips for you in second life. I- I'm, I'm guessing about steak, but...
0: <laughs> it's... yeah. Uh, I'm not taking that bet right now. I'm not taking that bet right now. I'll just fart. I'll just go as far as to the... Felis? Thank you. We gotta get out. Uh, please, by all means, take a swing over to holycrapvlogcast.com for all the information that you need, including the aforementioned podcast version just be careful as to where you click because one part of it does work another part doesn't it's the way that freaking wordpress is <laughs> Fuck. it's it's five at least <laughs> I don't care.
2: Well, don't, you can care. have a couple of mine. I didn't use any this week.
0: Yeah, I, I, no, it's, it's perfectly fine. I'm I'm channeling my inner Ryan realms right about now. Uh if you take a swing over to uh decide that you want to drop some money for us over at Patreon, patreon.com slash HCTV, because well, I got lucky that way. And of course the phone number, if you want to leave a voicemail message, is eight five nine HCTV554. Uh I left a video. For the guys over at Skeptics with a K, um, they did not get around to uh, responding to it just yet. I'm hoping that the next episode that they drop, maybe they'll address it, because I found it to be a completely fascinating question regarding the TARDIS in space-time and blank time. So, Mike, I'm hoping that you answer it, because I... Don't want to have to ask you when I invite you onto the show, and go ahead and say, "Yeah, you remember that uh, video question that I said? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, we have a problem with the communication. <sighs> yeah, you're not going to get away that easy. In any case, we got to. Okay, go. Thank you, everybody. You guys take very good care of yourselves, as always. We'll see you next week. I wish you the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. And like I said earlier, it's been 30 years since I've met you. I am still in love. Not today, I love you. I miss you. Dream. As always, until the next time we'll get together, everyone.
1: You've been listening to Holy Crap the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment on the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Google Plus pages. Theme music provided by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com. On behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening.